The following is a special presentation. It's so special. It's hella special. Super special. I even got special music for it here. Check this yeah. out. If it ever plays. It's hella special. Super special. Rating the rating the vault with Vanek and Lunchbox proudly supports the following. Hey guys, check out. What's fucked up? <laughs> hey guys, check out What's Fucked Up podcast, Mountain Smoke Shop, of the Dead Designs, and the Tope Suicido brand. Who you got, Davey? Make sure you're tuning in for all things coming up with California Wrestling Association and soon to be announced, the return of Blacklist Pro Wrestling. Also, we both got podcasts. Mine... This is Mike Vanek's Sex Podcast. You can hear the podcast nobody listens to every morning on rss.com backslash podcast backslash Mike Vanek Sucks, or it broadcasts every night at 10.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on gunmusicradio.com. Tell them about your show, Dave. Make sure you are ready every Monday night live at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Talking Shop with the Boss in the Box. Always on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And this week we've got something special when we interview Ryan Brown from Titan. Talking about their new video, Unholy Demon, The Revenant. And their upcoming annual Titan Fest, which takes place November 12th, Friday, at the Holy Diver in Sacramento. That's a good show. All right, guys. That's enjoy- a sick show. Enjoy the show. Nothing left. 
start the show that Hell made yeah. me wait that made me wait to even be like boom ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages it's time call your friends call your neighbors call anybody in the phone book they'll listen to town to your voice and tell them hey dude they're talking about our band again um welcome to raiding the vault with vanik and lunchbox i am joined by my brother 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 Dave Lunchbox Ussery from Talking Shop with the Boss in a Box. You know him from Nothing But Losers. Also, he does mighty rad motivational videos and an occasional beer review, too. How you doing, brother? Outstanding, brother. And remember, you're not joined by me tonight. This is a co-op project. This is a dynamic duo project. This is a compilation brought to you by the brothers Michael David. I even use my real name. I'll bet you a silver dollar that I'm one of five people that know your real name. Oh, uh, actually, a lot more people know my real name because you know, I've I've played that bar bet with about thirty people. What's cool is usually we're already drinking, so a lot of people forget it. So what are you? What are, what are you uh, drinking on this evening, sir? Tonight I have got a King Kong Brewery. The offer or our offering it is a mole porter. So cool. basically, if you were to take like a cerveza, meaning mm-hmm. like a Pacifico, a Modelo yeah. Negro, something like that, mm-hmm. and make a, a porter version of it, this mm-hmm. is what you would wind up with. And you know what? I'm mad at it. Um, are you familiar with Founder Brewing, Founders Brewing Company? Absolutely. Um, they're KBS. Um, I'm not sure what, what kind of beer it is, but it's called KBS. Which was the our the name of our tagging crew when I was in ten, in high school, um, dude. That's the best beer that I've had in a really long time. Also, um, Dead Rabbit Brewing Company, um, Dynamite Milk Stout. It's very 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 tasty. But you know, I stick to my yellow beer. I'll be having a margarita here in a minute. You'll be Wait, having no. a margarita. You're you're gonna fix you one after you hit play. After I hit play, um, so. so- if you don't mind, 
May go I go ahead. through the synopsis of what we are doing here? I was just going to ask you to, so go ahead, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who know me and know Mr. Mike Vanek know that we have been heavily involved in our local, and when I say local, I mean all of Northern, Southern, Central, and beyond California for roughly the last 2.5 fucking decades. We have had the absolute pleasure of watching some of the best bands come and sadly watching some of the best bands go. Now, some bands, like mine, are too stupid to quit. So... We won't be featuring nothing but losers on this show. You can see that on the normal Mike Vanek Sounds the Underground podcast every couple days, every day, multiple times a day, whatever. Every morning. But we will be featuring some of those bands that we salute in Fallen that, you know, we miss dearly. And Vanek charged me with throwing together a huge list. So this is, um, judging by your opening song, this is a co-op show. We both got bands going on, right? Well, I have I have an opener and I have a closure. The rest is you, all you, bud. Um, all right. While we're talking about it, though, so I've spent the last couple weeks thinking of topics. The next two, I have. Hang on, let me let Maggie out. Okay. We're being joined by a long fat guest. I love that dog so much, dude. Ah, a wiener pit. One of a kind. I've, n- I've never seen another one like her. Did I lose Mike Bannock? Oh, shit. Have we lost our main host? Oh, this is crazy. Oh, there you go. Uh, I got nothing on you. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right, right so... Like oh, I was, by the way, yes. Crazy news, real quick before we go any further. Uh huh. Next Saturday night, I have the pleasure of attending New Japan Pro Wrestling at the Civic in San Jose. I'm so mad. It was, announced, it was announced three weeks ago mm-hmm. that Kazuchika Okada would be wrestling on the card. Mm-hmm. It, however, has just been announced tonight who Kazuchika Okada will be facing. Oh at God! New Japan Pro Wrestling. Buddy Matthews. Oh, shit. Buddy Murphy from the WWE, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so That's right. My other co-host probably just pissed himself when I said that. I need to make a declaration. I need you guys, as in you and your wife, leave the kid at Miss Rose. Next time New Japan comes to my neck of the woods, meaning Atlanta, Nashville, maybe even somewhere in Florida. You guys need to fly out and we'll meet up and we'll go to a show together because I haven't gotten to go to a wrestling show with my brother and his wife since, I don't know, what was the last wrestling show we went to, WWE? Uh, I think we attended a couple uh, Bushidos together. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, I'm talking as, about like big wrestling shows. Like big wrestling shows? Yeah, the last time we went was when you and uh, Crusher invited us last minute to go hit that house show in Stockton. Yeah. And that's, that's been 11 times. years, dude. Yeah, because the last uh, big wrestling show that I went to was WrestleMania 31. Right, which I didn't get to go to, so fuck you. Bro. 
That was actually how my relationship with Brandon Blacker started, though, because Thomas had his network password, mm-hmm. but he had to hit him up. But he, you know, he's like, I'm not sure if we should use it because that was right when WWE was doing the network thing and had mm-hmm. stopped contracting with pay-per-view providers for the moment. Mm-hmm. And so I had a house full of people. I literally just bought a new TV. And Thomas is like, I don't know if I should give out his password. And there's like 10 of us sitting around eating chicken wings. And I just turned to him and I'm like, all right, you got two options here, homeboy. You can either be the hero that saves WrestleMania or you could be the guy who catches a beat down. <laughs> because, I mean, Brandon's at WrestleMania, so what am I going to do? Call him? Because I figured we'd be like, yo, we need your password so we can watch WrestleMania. And all he's going to hear is WrestleMania, and he's going to be like, yeah, I'm at WrestleMania. Um, I didn't like it that much. Um, I, show. I was like, this is boring. Uh, the whole Evolve, um, Shimmer... Pro Wrestling Revolution fucking Thursday to Sunday before that was fucking awesome. Um, is it cool to say, hey, I went to WrestleMania? Is it cool to be like, I want to go watch the WrestleMania I was at? Yeah, dude. Um, highlights of that for me were I was on the floor for the for the Daniel Bryan match when he um, won the title. And as you know, he's my favorite wrestler. Um Number two, uh, we were in a luxury box. I got to watch the Undertaker match with Alan from Good Day Sacramento. Um, yeah, but um, let's get back to the to the giggity giggity. Um, so, like I was saying, for the next two episodes, so we're gonna do this once a month, and we apologize for taking so long to debut. Yeah, um, your work schedule got changed and fucked it all up. We were supposed to yeah. debut like a month and a half ago. Like five times. Um, so the next episode, we will be um, sharing our favorite stories of the Fat Cat Music House and Lounge. One of those I can't share. Yeah, I know. I got a couple of those stories, too. <laughs> <laughs> One about the laundry room, and that's all I want to say about that. Um, and then um, the next the next show we're going to do after that will be our favorite stories from the Exclamation Music Festival, better known as X-Fest. Oh! And then, yeah, and then after that, I'm going to let Dave have two. So All right, those, all right. That's going to be our next two episodes. But right now, we're going to... Let me... Um, so, the list of bands that you sent me is... Pretty fucking spectacular, sir. Um, Thank you. I wanted to go a little bit different direction than you did. Like you, mm-hmm. you focused primarily Central Valley, yeah. and you know, being as you once once you started promoting, you were kind of trapped in your web. There, mm-hmm. you had to use the power of the internet and suggestions to bring your lineups to the group. Me. Yeah. What I used to do is I get off Friday night, and at the time I don't remember if I had a license or not. But my wife would pick me up and be like, where are we going? And I would always just kind of text and call my friends and be like, who's playing where? Like, or look on powerslave.com, find out who's playing where. And especially if a, a show had either a band that I had seen and one I hadn't, or a band that I was looking forward to and hadn't got the chance to take a look at yet, 
my wife and I would just fucking charge over there. Or of course we just always follow hostility around. You know? Yeah. And um, <laughs> um, I was always grateful because she would pick you up and then I get a phone call. Hey Vanek, what are you doing? We're going to, we're going to the boardwalk to see fucking um, the hostility play with somebody. And I'm like, Go okay, see hostility, scribble and sick of, uh, sick of God and fucking innocence. Oh my God. How badass was sick of God, dude. You know what? I like Scribble better. Really? Because like, remember, they were essentially the same fucking band. Yeah, I do. But I like um, Scribble better. Scribble is probably, I want to say, one of the top 20 best bands ever to come from Sacramento. Scribble was insane, dude. One of the first bands, mm -hmm. uh, one of the first death metal bands to pull the dual vocalist. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll hunt down some Scribble. Sadly, we're going to talk about Scribble, but we ain't got no Scribble tonight. All right, buddy. Tell me about your favorite rivals memory. oh we're gonna open with this yeah oh man i hope my boy's watching and even though he's probably out works at work slanging pizza so, so my hold on my file put everything in a in a certain order and um we're just going with it by the way i can probably only play the first step swat song okay 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 so all right, all right. We'll go ahead and <laughs> I'm going to have to look at my list and remember which was the last one or which was the first one. Um, so anyway, I had heard about this band for years and I mean, five or six years. Shut the fuck up, dog. I'm talking. So my boys went to their Halloween show one year and came home. And my when I say my boys, all my best friends who were my groomsmen at my wedding were also my security staff, door takers. They were the ones who helped me out. And I trusted their judgment fucking to a T. No P.S. And by the way, I'm still sorry about that. Oh, yeah, that. We'll, we'll, we'll break down that story later. So anyway, Tom comes home from the Hollow, Rivals Halloween show and goes, dude, book Rivals. And I was like, all right. I've been, I've been hearing about him for years. So one night while I'm slanging Whoppers at Burger King Santanella, my wife comes, picks me up. And like I said before, it was always, where are we going? I'm like, well, man-made God, for those of you who don't know, that used to be systematic from out of the Bay Area. No, it's no. Man-made God is Craigslist Cicero's band, which we features formal, former members of Forbidden Violence, and it featured Aru from Il Nino and Machine Head. That's right. Also, it also featured, I thought the singer was the guy in Systematic. No, Tim Narducci was in another band at that time. Okay, okay. So anyway, so I'm like, all right, man made God's plan and rivals are opening up for him. Yeah, so, you're thinking of spiral arms, dude. Well, I, I'm just crossing the two. Either way, yeah. mm -hmm. so it was man made God and rivals are opening the build. I just got a recommendation to go see rivals. Yeah. So you know what? I've heard the tales. Let's see what these guys are all about. We walk in as they open their set. And the first thing that takes me by storm is the fact that the singer, my boy, Matt Reed, is running around on the floor with no shirt. And he's built like, or he was built like your boy Lunchbox used to be. Now he's all trim and sexy and doing the Silver Fox and fucking love this guy. I hope we can find a way to hook up and get together for a drink on Saturday before New Japan. And he he's out there moshing around and he knocks a guy's beer out of his hand. With no hesitation, he apologizes, pulls out 10 bucks. And gives it to the guy right then and there. Never misses a note while he's at it. 
And so afterwards, I'm floored. And I'm like, okay, hey, man, I'm a promoter from Los Banos. We need to talk. Please do. Meet me out back by the bus. And if you know, if you ever went to the pound in San Francisco, you remember out back, there was an old apocalypse bus. Yeah, and, it was uh, from my hometown of El Sobrani. And, and a restaurant style booth in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I go sit down at said booth. I got a beer. My wife's got a beer. Matt mm-hmm. comes and sits down with his beer. And he looks and realizes all we've got is beer. And he reaches into his backpack and he pulls out three waters <laughs> just to make sure that everybody's comfortable because he's a pack rat like that. And he's just a decent dude. We sit yeah. and we proceed to become fast friends immediately, man. I love the band. I love what they stood for. I love the energy. I love the music, man. This band is one of my favorites. And I never traveled less than 45 miles to see these guys. Even when I booked them in Los Banos because I lived in Wesley at the time. So Pound SF, was it inside or outside? It was inside. This is before they finished the outdoor area. So real quick, I'm not trying to steal your your story, but... Um, so Pound SF is our Ruthie's in or are the stone. So every generation has their legendary venue. For that time frame, the Pound SF was the best venue in the world. They CBGB's, had, baby. That was well, our CBGB's. Yeah, that was our CBGB or our Ruthie's in or our fucking Fat Cat Music House and Lounge, whatever you yeah, want to say. Yeah, that was our Bay Area Fat Cat. Yeah. So um, what up to Sib who ran that place, man? Um, so, dude and bro, best bands I ever seen. My, I saw Machine Head there three times. I saw Deicide there. I saw Guar there twice outside in the thing. I saw Danzig blackest the the black tour with fucking behemoth and a bunch of other fucking bands uh real quick what was your favorite show you ever got to go to at the pound it's a toss-up mm-hmm. and uh well actually no you'll respect this it's either the psychopathic all-stars tour featuring mm-hmm. or i'm sorry i'm sorry no it was uh twisted and both of them are twisted shows it was either the man's myth and mutant tour Mm-hmm. which was super cool. Or maybe that was all stars where four of us showed up and they were doing the one in one out policy. Yeah. And they let the three of us in and Tom was like, you guys go. And then he just talked him into letting him in. He was like, dude, that I came all the way from Los Banos with these guys. The other one was the first time I went to the pound and I went for twisted's mirror mirror tour. And JBD and I drove in his little two seater Honda CRX Got lost three times, finally made it down to the pier, got up on the got up to the pound, and next thing you know, fucking all of a sudden, we're in the biggest crowd we've ever seen. JBD gets lifted up on stage and crowd surfs for the next three songs, gets hurled on stage five times, security chase him all over the place. He's throwing waters to everybody. And he's just like, dude, save me. And eventually he gets dumped on, dumped onto a hottie's lap. And all he can do is tell her, I love you. So my favorite show at the pound number one is Machine Head. But it wasn't Machine Head. It was Imperium. It was right when Ashes of the Empire came out, which is still my favorite Machine Head record of all time. Um, and dude, Phil Demo was a consummate gentleman that whole night. I got to meet him. Fucking chill 
hung out with them for like 20 minutes. Um, my other favorite show. So, as you know, I am an old school headbanger. You know what I mean? I like the old school thrash metal. I don't really listen to new music. I listen to old school thrash metal. Um, love the new Exodus, by the way. So, when I was a kid, little kid, um, Metallica played in our backyard. And but it wasn't Metallica, it was their side band, Spastic Children, where James Hetfield played played drums and Cliff Burton played guitar and fucking it was just a different thing. So I'm chilling at my dad's house in Richmond and looking through the um the SF weekly and I see the ad for the pound and it says spastic children. And I'm thinking to myself, that's fucking Metallica. So went to dad, said, hey, can you give me 20 bucks on a ride? He was like, here's 50 and let's go. And dropped me off at the pound. I walked in and it was Metallica and Lemmy from Motorhead. And brother, let me tell, oh, and Exodus opened. And, um... That was the first time I ever got to see Exodus, and it was badass. And it was right before they kicked out Zetro, so he was on fire. But dude, I got to see basically got to see uh, Metallica with Lemmy from Motorhead play a three-hour set at the Pound in San Francisco, and it was so packed that the walls were sweating. <laughs> that right, happened a lot at the Pound. Yeah. All right, so we're going to play our first song of the evening. You want to right, intro Right, sorry to sit here and talk about the pound for 15 minutes. But yeah. all right, our first song of the evening. This is the credo, the motto, and the true message behind the rivals. And the best part, this is live from one of their Halloween shows. So you're not getting the recorded version, which is great, but you're getting that raw energy that this band provided. And I hope you find this as special as I did. When I found this video for this show, man, it all came flooding back. And what little hair I have left stood up on end. All right, guys. So this is The Rivals. You're listening to it on Rating the Vault with Vanek and Lux. Uh, we're proudly brought to you by GunMusicRadio.com. Thank you. 
Raiding the Vault with Vanek and Lunchbox. That was the rivals. God damn, they were good. By the way, the name of the song is Crutch. Awesome. And uh, um, that, like I said, that was their motto, man. They closed that. They closed every show with that. And just what old school fucking punk rock. Like mm-hmm. Matt Reed in the crowd half the time, talking between lyrics, fucking the crowd jumping up and singing it, knowing every word. Fucking, oh, the, the shit I live for, the shit I dream about at night, the shit that makes my balls hard, Mike Vanek. Even rivals, we've been awesome. Um, <laughs> dude. Straight up. So here's my number. Call me, right. baby. Oh, <laughs> and he, so, would you, he would, dude, like, there is no charisma like Matt Reed. And I feel bad. Because the rest of the band, Jim Asvito, Tom the bass player, I forget his last name, and oh my god, how have I forgotten the drummer's name? Um, wait, the drummer is Jim Asvito. Uh, Zach. Zach's the guitar player. Like, a phenomenal band all the way around. But just like a lot of bands, man, the focus leads on that lead vocalist who, my god, dude, the guy's incredible. Incredible human being. So, Where like, are they from? Damn. Gilroy. Gilroy. Right on. So. Yep. Mike, hold Jack, on. Did you turn your fucking ESPN notifications off? Dude, because the fucking volunteers just won. I got to check up on the fights, but I you don't hear my notifications on. Yeah. Thank you very much for sacrificing your uh, your fights. Um, I didn't want to spend 70 bucks anyway. All right, brother. Tell me about the beat officers. Oh, so now we're going up into the, we're leaving the eight. I'm sorry, the 408 and going over to the 916. Man, back in the day, new metal and, and, and rap metal was king. Yeah. And very few locals could really pull it off. So many people yeah. did it because they just kind of wanted to blend it. They wanted to do what's cool. These guys were naturals at it. Oh, and yeah. Skitto, or Skits, the singer, went on to become the singer for a band called Deconstruct, who actually Ooh. played 
Yeah, who actually got to play with Disturbed in Sacramento. Yeah, they did. Dude, they they were they had a meteoric rise and disappeared. And which sucks because they were a solid band. But my god, I had love for this band. Back before there was even a nothing but losers running around in face paint and fake blood, these guys were the ones to show up and bring their big old bag of pot and their glow-in-the-dark face paint and have nudity. Huh? Lots of pot. That's strong. And then they would just wreck shop. Yeah, they did. And that's what these guys did. One of the first bands to ever put me on a guest list. I saw them open up for Head PE at the uh, at the Boardwalk in what Orangeville. What a perfect mix. Um, yeah, and then I'm sitting there watching them with Jared from Head PE, and he's like, "We gotta take these guys on tour." And, and then they broke I don't up. think it ever happened. <laughs> but dude, when you impress somebody like you know, people say a lot of things about Jared. Um, he's nothing. He's never been nothing but a straight up G to me. And if he do, he basically works on tour every day. If he's like, I need to bring those guys with us. That's saying something. Oh, absolutely. I've met Jared on three separate occasions. Twice couldn't have been a nicer guy. Once he was kind of a dick, but I asked for it. So, you know, straight up. <sighs> like I tried to interrupt him while he was talking to a woman, but like I, I first met the cat in the back room of the Cactus Club. Mm-hmm. I actually I used to work for Riders.com, an ICP fan site, yep. and I went and interviewed the Twenty Dead Flower Children, who were on tour with Spine Shake and Head PE. That very night, as a 15 year old kid, I got to meet Insolence, Rob Flynn, Head PE, uh, all the guys from Spine Shake. Are um, you 36? Were in the house, like just a Bay Area who's who. And I even got to be defended by the 20 Dead Flower Children when the Dean Markley rep was an asshole. So um, I was just wearing my RU36 sweater <laughs> yesterday at work. Um, and it's old. <laughs> it's super old. Um, so this band is the epitome of that time period. Oh, yeah. And I don't. You know, I'm not gonna shit on some on the rap rock bands or the new metal. Um, I'll be the first one to tell you, Deftones are my favorite band from that era. Um, and I saw them, um, and I think it was the Memorial Auditorium in Sacramento. It was wherever we went to go see Slayer. Yep, that was and, Memorial. Okay, so um, this dude hands me a flyer, and it's beat off and head PE flyer and I'm like I'm gonna go see this um and I think my dad was living in Sacramento at the time so he dropped me off at the gig and it was badass dude um I love this band a lot and when you put them on your list I was like I cannot wait to have this this band on our show so one of my goals was to do that with you and, and like I said step a little different than you and think mm-hmm. about bands that you don't think about because you think more about either a your time as a kid right before you got into writing right before the beginning of 209 metal news and then you think about it as your time as a promoter but there's that Mm. interim at 209 metal news where you just kind of forget like you don't seem to to remember so easily 
So yeah. your old buddy LB had to think about that one for you. And like I said, I'm glad you like this. And Mike Vanek, let's get ready to take all our people to a lower level. All right, guys. Where there's no good, but only evil. What's going on over there in the boom boom room, Mike? Chilling. By the way, we're live. Um, are you I getting know. audio, sir? No, like it's just staying on one picture. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. All right, guys. Apologize for the technical difficulty. I have no idea why this song's not playing. But we're going to... No, dude, it's playing on my, on my hand. If you look on the, the live feed, there's a picture of them. But no audio? No. All right, guys. So to make up for that, I'm going to play you two Depth Swap songs. We're going to come back about Depth Swap. All right. Let's talk about Depth Swap. Okay. So this is coming off of the cleansing demo that got them signed with Interscope Records. I'm going to play you two songs. We're going to come talk all about it because this is one band that we both have a lot to say about. So, ladies and gentlemen... This is Depswa, formerly known as Carcinogen. Is it happening again? <laughs> I think it's happening again, brother. It's happening again. Oh, shit. There we go.
What up, Gary Cordell? Alright guys, that was Depswa. I thought we were playing two Depswa songs. I'm gonna try beat off series one more time and then we'll come back and talk about fucking Depswa. Alright. Sorry about that. All right. That's not the um, song I picked. I know. Sorry. All right. Get back to this. What the fuck did I just do? <laughs> All right. Here we go. So you're green like Oscar the Grouch. I see that. Whatever. We just need the audio. So that was Depswa. And while we're waiting for this to load up, so Depswa is the, the band. It's they were. They were that era's the band. Um I started watching our carcinogen. Um I've told the story a million times, got beat up after high school, went behind the uh, McDonald's in Turlock and heard a band practicing as I'm washing the fucking blood off my face, fucking went over and it was carcinogen, um, carcinogen kicked out their bass player at the time, not gonna say his name. And then got a gentleman named Ryan Birchfield. Ryan Birchfield is the reason I play bass guitar. Um, Carcinogen was just, they were the shit. You know what I mean? They moved to LA, recruited a guitar player from um, Sacramento named Dan Noonan, and changed their name to Depswa. Uh, this demo that I just played right now um, is the demo that got them signed. I have it out in the garage. It's the cleansing demo, and... Um, you're going to hear Depswa a lot on this show. So right now I'm going to make up for me being a dumbass, and I have to give all props in the world to Brandon Blacker for fucking making this look easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should see him in post. This is pre-production right now, what we're going through. Right. Here we go. Beat off. More level. Fuck! 
With Vanek and Lunchbox, that was the beat off, sisters. And beat I apologize, off, sister fishers. Hey, dude, this shit is strong. <laughs> um, no, you can't that speak was the English. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, that was the beat officers. Did I say it right that time? Beat officers. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I want to get back to Depswa for a second, though. So, like I said, they were carcinogen. They morphed into Dupswa, moved to L.A., got signed by Interscope Records. This band spent two years on the road. Um, their follow-up to their Dupswa album, I can't remember really what it was called. <laughs> but it, it was really cool, and um, it was a good album. Was it metal? No. No, they turned they were going. Band. By yeah. the way, you said earlier they, were, they got signed to Interscope. They were not on Interscope, sir. They were on Geffen. Okay. Because I was sense. so floored by the fact they were on the same label as Aerosmith. Right. Well, Interscope is Geffen, dude. Subsidiaries and all that shit, but still. Okay. Geffen. Aerosmith. Yeah. Um, so what I'm trying to say is this band 
uh, was signed to not just a label, but a fucking major, major label. And they were from our neck of the woods. Um, and Dan Noonan from Sacramento was really fucking cool. And the band that he was in before Dub Swat is, dude, it's great music. I'll have to look it up and, and post it. Um, but they were a fucking um, amazing band. World class. And the fact and the fact that they were carcinogen before that and they come from my hometown. Um, I got a depth swat tattoo on my arm. Um, I knew the whole crew. I knew all their people. It was weird because, you know, um, so the year my mom died, they played Ozfest and they were gracious as fuck at Ozfest. And, there was a dude walking around with a shirt that said carcinogen was better. <laughs> yeah. Was it you? <laughs> no. Um, and every time I see Jeremy Pennick, I'm like, dude, let's do a carcinogen show, bro. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, last time I was around him was at a Shiner show, and I walked by their camp. I'm like, carcinogen! And I'll I'll say you just hear. Oh, that's Vanek. <laughs> um, Sounds dead on. Right? Uh, dude, shout out to Jeremy Pennick, Ryan Birchfield. Those guys are awesome. Um, uh, let's not forget Colin Torres. Yeah. Colin, yeah. Colin's back here in LB. Uh, he's got a band. Any drummers out there looking right now? Colin can mm -hmm. use you. So. Isn't my old guitar player in his band? Who's your old guitar player? Erosion. Oh no, not Greg. No, Greg's not in this one. Uh, that was Mind of a Machine. No, they've uh, morphed into <sighs> the name escapes me right now. Um, Is he still jamming? Who, Greg? Yeah. Not in anything that I'm aware of. Mm. Okay. Oh my god, why can't I remember this band's name? Anyway, hit up Colin Torres. On Facebook, looking for a drummer. He might have found one by now, but probably not. Right. So, hit him up. Yeah. Um. So that was Step Swag Kids, and they were the most important band of my, of my growing up. They were that um, band when they came home to Modesto. They easily sold out, you know, thousand seat theater venues mm -hmm. right off the yeah. bat. State Theater, uh, California Ballroom. Like um, Modesto Center Plaza. So California Ballroom, I have to tell you. Um, so when they came back and Robin Steely did the Depth Swash show at the California Ballroom in Modesto. Yep. Agriculture played that. Um, yes. Makeshift Gray played that. Um, Agriculture, Makeshift Gray, Scene Shifter, Depth Swash, and Mahala. Yes. I now, was, let me tell you. I was supposed this to do a was, wrestling match there. This was the biggest concert thrown by a local promoter that wasn't Chris Ricky, and people still talk about this show. I I broke three ribs at that show because of fucking um, I didn't break them, but they were like bruised and shit. So fucking security guard grabs me by the head and the collar and slams me on the ground. And I just got my depth swat tattoo like a couple days before that. So my arm was fucking sore. And he slammed it right there. Bam! First of thing course, hit the ground. everything hits your tattoo. Yeah, dude. And so I know Jeremy Panic. And I look up at Jeremy Panic, and they're 
he's like, oh, look, there's Vanek. Vanek got a depth swab tattoo. You want to come up on stage and show it off? I get up on the stage, pull up my arm, show it to him. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, can I say something on the mic? He's like, yeah, bro, go ahead. I walk up on the mic. I'm like, hey, I want to say something to the security guard that fucking pulled me off stage a little while ago. And dude's like, hey, man. I'm like, fuck you, man. <laughs> the whole fucking crowd looks at this guy. And they're like, yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> you fucking fucked up, man. I will never forget that as long as I live. Um, I remember that, dude. I remember that, that, that like it was yesterday. That show will go, <clears throat> like, if, if there was a 209 Hall of Fame, that show would be the first thing inducted. For just a show, yeah. If there was a, I, I wouldn't say it'd be the first one, but it'd be the first one in the medals in the local medals. It side. would definitely be in the discussion as everybody. That, everybody that we knew w- was there. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. Um, I I just saw Gary Cordell in the chat. Um, Gary Cordell, dude, he was there, and that was when he was in Sickle, and bro. Dude, and bro, how badass was Sickle, dude? You know what I mean? Well, every iteration. Every iteration of Sickle was so good. I remember when they were Sickle Cell. Oh, wow. That's going back. It's going way back. All right. So you're listening to Rating the Vault with Vanek and Lunchbox, and we're having a great time. What do you got next? Yeah, I'm waiting for it to load. Oh, okay. That's why you ain't said nothing. Right. Oh, that shit's on fire. Oh, dude. One of the wrestlers I'm featuring on next week's podcast. By the way, and thank you for the flyers. Flyers for Talking Shop with the Boss in the Box made by Mike Vanek at the Mike Vanek mm-hmm. Sucks podcast, blog group, and um, merchandising servicing. But anyway, next week we're featuring 10 wrestlers you should know about, but you probably don't. One of them, Danny Limelight. Congratulations. Just won the Major League Tag Team Championships with his boy fucking, oh, man, what's what's his boy name? Sick Bug? All right. You want to go old school or do you want to go halfway recent? Surprise me. All right, guys. This is a band that is easily one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, And they are halfway recent. Okay. I'm intrigued because being as this was so long ago, I don't even remember my own list. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a band called Forever Obscured. And um, Ah. I have to give all the props in the world to Metal Joe. Fucking as this was his baby, I mean. Um, yes, this is the band, yeah. Um, if you're familiar with Bav Morda, their guitar player, uh, was the singer for this band, if I'm not mistaken, right? Correct. Not only that, but their drummer or former drummer, Ruel Gajardo, who is currently mm-hmm. their last drummer, was mm-hmm. the drummer for this band. They also had their original bass player, Andreas Cervantes. Yes. Metal Brutal Andy. Mm-hmm. So th- this is God an all-star lineup, man, and and uh, that, I forget. That Ricky's dude hated last me, name. but yeah, that dude hated me, but 
Andy Cervantes is one of my fucking heroes, dude. You know what I mean? Well, dude, I mean, you know, everybody hates you for a short period of time or another. Yeah, but I'm just saying, when I look back at it, um, that guy was funny as fuck. You know what I mean? Andy was hella cool. Hell of a bass player. Grew really good weed. Oh. Uh, what was the band that he was in before that? Red Lock? And All Was Lost. Yeah, but what was Andy's first band? Was it Red Lock? I think it was Red Lock, but nobody knew until And All Was Lost. Right. And All Was Lost. That's fucking... Man, I, I have that CD lying around here somewhere. Kirk gave it to me to play on my on my old show on Big Bully Radio. Oh my god, dude! Fucking and all was lost. It was one of the best bands that ever played in Modesto. Yeah, I like. Sporting I love version 1.0. I love them so fucking much. Yeah, I took them to San Francisco. You took them right, guys. too. I, I played on that show. You sure did. All right, guys, this is, forever, twice. this is Forever Obscured. You're listening to it on oh, duh. Rating the Vault with Vanekin Lunchbox. And this is GunMusicRadio.com. Oh. <laughs> 
Vault with Vanekin Lunchbox. That was forever obscured. And bro, dude, that and all I can fucking think of is the memories of that fucking. All right, that's cool. Brutality um, personified, dude. Yeah, like, dude. They, they, so they were that band that, like, for whatever reason, my wife was always sick or mm -hmm. didn't want to go to the show when they came up, and yeah. I'm just like. Hope you feel Dude. better than me. I'm going to forever. I'm scared. Um, like that was I, I just so, shit out of them from the moment I saw them. So Metal Joe Salazar was in and all was lost. He was the guitar player. Fun and, fact: We share a birthday. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so his cousin Tiffany is Tiffany Billy, and she's the wife of Chuck Billy from Testament. And a uh, little known fact, I put on their wedding party and that was besides the, besides hatred that sold out the Joe Young Memorial, that's top three is forever obscured fucking Joe and his wife, Jamie got married. We did their wedding reception, got to hang out with Chuck Billy at the wedding. It was dope. Um, go down as gotta be my favorite show of all time if not those other two um they were just cool as fuck about it and they uh made enough money you have a nice honeymoon it was fucking dope dude i closed so we closed that show last minute yeah we it was a great on, we were booked on a shitty show in turlock and you asked me mm -hmm. to do it and uh i saw how nobody how the promoter wasn't promoting that show and i'm like dude i get to be a part of a wedding like fucking a dude, and I, <laughs> I had Jenna, pretty, I had Jenna hit him was, up. But I didn't want to talk to him. It was packed too, dude. Yes. I mean, as far as attendance wise, that was one of the top three that I ever did. And uh, Joe Young Memorial is a close number two, and then Hatred sold out at the fucking other place. Man, fucking people were walking on the ceiling, bro. All right, so we got three more for you guys. And then we're gonna get out of here. Um, we may do another one of these in a week or two to finish off Davy's list. Um, it's all it all depends on the schedule. But we hope you guys have enjoyed this. And if you have enjoyed this, please tell please, please, please tell somebody about it. And if you'd like to be on Rating the Vault with Vanek and Lunchbox, text metal to 865-824-6427. If you'd like to hear something, um, that's more like it. If don't don't come at us with your current band, that's not yeah. what we're doing here. We're ready. If you have, 
if you have a band from back in the day, you're like, I really want to hear this song. By all means, we will play. Or if you were in one of those bands. Absolutely. We'll bring you on the show and we'll talk to you, too. I got no qualms about it. All right. So since this fucking loads up, uh, we'll get you another song. So, Dave, while we're waiting for the next song, what are some of your favorite venues that you've played at? in your 20 plus years of being in the scene well i mean of course you know we know i'm partial to the fat cat music house and lounge very partial to the other place the other place has been like home to me i've released you know at least one album there played a lot of shows Mm -hmm. there been been in multiple bands seen a lot of stuff the dna lounge was really cool uh, partially because we had to haul Abraham's paraplegic ass up and down the stairs because they were an old building that's grandfathered and doesn't have an elevator. Oh, dude. I know, right? Well, they have a okay. freight elevator, but to the best of my knowledge, you're not allowed to go in it. So we got three more for you. I'm going to play Infestation, Lords of the Manor, and Something Must Die. All right. So first of all, um, with this first band... We have to give props, love, and fucking immortal gratitude to both of our brother from Merced, California, Mr. Roy Stanley, who is one of my mentors and best friends in the scene, even though we shouldn't be. You know, he should hate me forever, but he's always been really cool to me. Shout out to his wife, Cher. Um, They gave me a ride home from the uh, Sacramento from the uh tattoo festival in sacramento dude where fucking death angel played um and it was you know but respect to them roy has always been cool to me, and uh he's a legend roy in our fucking one... scene no fuck that roy's the godfather dude straight up like roy is our don corleone of central valley metal dude none higher none better uh, if you no, don't no, like Roy no, Stanley, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's me. No, no, fuck you. It's Roy Stanley. Kiss my ass. So what? Roy Stanley's no. got at least Roy, a decade on you. Roy Stanley is the Central Valley Metal God. Roy Stanley has been there for the whole story. All of it. Roy and, Stanley and still and still there. Roy Stanley needs to get, you know, Cursed has been around for 20 years, just about 2003, maybe a little bit before that. Shout out to their, shout out to their original singer, Mike Cardenas. Um, Dude, they are badass. And this was his original band, uh, along with Mr. Mark, Mike Cardenas. This is, um, infestation Mike Cardenas is not in this lineup okay but this he was in the band bruce fowler jimmy watts Austin bruce Kelly. fowler bruce fowler on vocals right yes bruce fowler singing aussie on rhythm jimmy watts on lead scotty whitmore on drums and of oh course the aforementioned roy odell stanley that's right i <laughs> use your middle name homeboy you ain't watching hey dude but if you need a ladder, he's got you because he's worked at Werner for a fucking 20, 30, 50 million fucking years. He's the plant right, manager now. He's the plant manager? Yes. 
<laughs> this is the most death metal motherfucker that I know, and he's the plant manager. That's fucking awesome. Do you know what that means? Metalheads can fucking get ahead too. All right, but anyways, um, nothing but props to Roy. Um, and we will have a cursed episode uh, spanning their complete career. I will go get the material for it. Um, shout out to fucking Dropkick, who got that name for kicking me in the nuts. That's son of a bitch. He's a hella cool dude, and he's got a way better machine head tattoo than I do. All right, this is Infestation. You're listening to it on Raiding the Vault with Bannock and Lunchbox on Gun Live Music Radio. Maritime Hall, by the way. Oh, the Maritime Hall. My The hairs on my fucking arm stand up when you said that. All right, here you go.
right, guys. This is Raiding the Vault with the Vanican Lunchbox. That was Infestation. You want to give them the songs, brother? Uh, I don't remember the name of the first one. The second one was my favorite song of theirs, Ripped. And the third was a Merced classic, The Chapel. The Chapel. That's the only one that I remember is The Chapel. Um, also, I bought an Infestation t-shirt at Salvation Army, and Turlock had the 209 Stomp Crew on the back of it. Oh, God damn it. I we had uh, about a couple kids ousted from our school from wearing the Too Many Assholes, Too Few Bullets shirt. <laughs> I was one of them. Oh, there's another show. Shit we did in high school. Like the first day the drug dog came out. It's the first one that got fucking sent to the office. And when I walked out, there was a line going all the way out through the parking lot into the street. There's a couple <laughs> infestation shirts, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Some bind and shrine and carcinoswap. All right, guys, we got two more for you, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, if you like what you're hearing, uh, you can hear this episode anytime on rss.com backslash podcast backslash Mike Vanek sucks. Um, it will be available on my YouTube channel, Mike Vanek sucks. Uh, eventually, we will get our own. Um, I've been kind of busy to do all that like work. Um, but, or just go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash rating the vault 209. Um, like I said earlier, if there's something you want to hear on rating the vault with Vanek and Lunchbox, dude, text metal to 865-824-6427. And we will hook you to fuck up because, um, one thing that you know about all my shows that I do, if you ask to be on here, we will put you the fuck on here. Right, Davey? That's right. But like we said, not if your band is current. We need old shit. We're raining the yeah. vault here. Yeah, if you got something really fucking cool, like what I'm about to fucking play, dude, give us a shout. We will make it happen for you. Also, if you were in one of these really cool old school bands and you want to come on our show and talk about it, by, by all means, the invitation is open to anybody. Uh, when this problem one Saturday month for the foregoing future. And Davey, thank you very much for doing the this. Plan week, man. this is yeah. The plan is monthly. Is it going to happen? We hope so. We'll see. All right, guys. Um, so Davey, tell me about Lords of the Manor real quick. Ah, yes. The first black metal band I ever saw. I was at the Rob Lumbre Memorial Festival at the Cactus Club in San Jose. Which was oh like God, 13, 13 black and death metal bands, uh, just mm -hmm. all through the night celebrating the loss of a mentor, a musician, somebody who had meant a lot to the Northern California scene. I don't know much about the guy because that was right as I came in, but I understood the gravity mm -hmm. of the situation and the yeah, fact I know who you're talking about and the fact that the cactus was willing to open its doors and let 13 bands, local bands, take over on a Saturday night just really meant something. I was 15 years old. I had my family drop me off. So, Dude, um, I saw body count at the cactus club. Saw skin lab at the cactus club. Um, fucking here. So Exodus at the cactus club with fucking, um, 
Oh god, that'd be probably four days before no. Maybe twelve days. Just before two weeks before Paul Bailoff died, dude. Oh wow. And I think that was the last show they ever played with him. Uh, if I may not be mistaken. All right, guys, this is Lords of the Manor. You're listening to it on the Raiding the Vault with Vanican Lunchbox. This is gunmusicradio.com.
Braiding the Vault with Vanekin Lunchbox. It's doing all the shit while I'm with Davey. Well, um, well, because you hadn't hit pause yet. Remember, that's a whole album. The Infestation we played actually had another song. The mm -hmm. uh, Lords of the Manor. I didn't know that was a record. Yeah, the Lords of the so. Manor was a full album. Uh, mm -hmm. Depswa is a full demo. So if yeah. you go on YouTube, these are actually out there because I had to hunt them down to make yeah. sure we had them to play. So every band you've heard tonight, yes, if this took you back like it did me to compile this list, Get on your little fucking Google machines there and type in whatever band's name on YouTube and go take yourself back fucking 20 years. And like I said, we'll be doing this a while. Uh, we have a few songs left on Davey's list. If he's Actually, down for it. Our last one. Yeah, I know, but there's still a couple songs. There's a few, you know, left. We may do another one in a week or two. Maybe fucking if we both have the same day off. We'll like figure we do it out. on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, or, you know, if you're still fucking down after a fucking talking shop with the boss in the box, I might be able to work that out too sometime because I'm asking for Mondays off. Noted. We'll discuss that in production. Right. There will be a post-production. Okay, so we saved the best for last, guys. Oh, this was the gem, dude. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're about to bring you probably one of the best bands to ever come out of our scene. Um, this the band, metalcore band, yeah, pretty much like in Northern California. This is the first band that showed up, and all of a sudden, kids were throwing karate kicks and spin kicks and backflips and fucking doing this hardcore line dancing and shit. And like, don't get me wrong, that's not my bag. But if that's what you're, if that's what the situation calls for, and that's what you feel getting down to this music, and I watched 300 people do it all at the same time, shit freaked me out the first time. But my God, what a band! These were the first band to see throwing their guitars everywhere, throwing them over mm -hmm. their shoulders, and then fucking swinging them like axes, like woo! And if tragedy had, if tragedy had struck, this would have been these guys. They the moon they were about to get signed you know what i mean yeah um it's just it's shitty um we had them once at pizza factory it was awesome their singer did not like me at all he was but it was fucking dude. awesome yeah um love this shit all right guys so go ahead and give the intro davy i don't even remember which song title i picked uh, suffering, suffering agony. That's what it looks like. It says, this. "All right, guys, this is suffering agony by SMD. Something must die, and you're listening to it for the first time in years on Rating the Vault with Vanekin Lunchbox on GunMusicRadio.com."
So full disclosure, that wasn't the band I thought I was playing. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, the title of the song was Suffer and Diminish. Yes. That's what it says right in front of me. Um, so God damn it. <laughs> Dude, my restream is doing shit it's never done before. And it's like weird. It knows you have a All special right. person here, so it's being special. Yeah, very special. All right, guys. So that's our time. This has been Raiding the Vault with Vanek and Lunchbox. And like I said, we still have some songs left, so we may do another one before the next episode. Uh, we may not. We may. We may not. All depends on what's going on. But any excuse to hang out with my brother, 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 brother is hella fucking cool. Uh, please, please, by all means, tune in every Monday night at 8 p.m. to see the fucking coolest guy I know and Brandon the Boss Blacker. Oh, shut up. Don't act like you don't love Brandon the Boss Blacker. Everybody loves Brandon the Boss Blacker. Right. Oh, yeah, he's hella cool. Maybe I just love Brandon the Boss Blacker. Either way, that's right. Like he was saying, tune in every Monday night live at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Facebook and YouTube at Talking Shop with the Boss in the Box or live on Twitch at Devastated, that is D-E-V-A-S-T-E-D, media on Twitch. Once again, that's live, 8 p.m. Monday nights. This week, Ryan Brown from Titan. Next week, 10 wrestlers that you should know. We're hashing out the topic for the 22nd, but on the 29th. It is going to be Lunchbox's Extravagant Birthday Bash. Oh, my God. And you know that I, doing a show on my birthday, is something you do not want to miss. Mm-hmm. So, um, if Vanek were to come home, what's the closest hotel to your house? Oh, uh, there's the Maple Inn down the street. No, what's the nice hotel? I'm in Los Angeles. Is there like a La Quinta or a fucking... Maple's nice in the La Quinta, and it's right next door to what used to be Geno's. Ooh. It's a Mexican joint now. I had to go there the other night, have a drink with my old man, and drink regular people beer. Regular people beer? You mean oh, Bannock beer? I <laughs> I had a Pacifico for the first time in years. Made me remember oh, why I don't drink Pacifico. Pacifico's bomb, dude. You don't even know. Um, all right, guys. Back when I had your palate. Yeah, um, you can hear the Mike Vanek Sucks podcast every day, rss.com backslash podcast backslash Mike Vanek Sucks, or every night at 10 p.m., gunmusicradio.com. There are days where I'm like, hey, I'm not doing a podcast today, so just pay attention to my Facebook, facebook.com backslash Mike.Vanek, or facebook.com backslash Mike Vanek S-U-X. Any closing words for the uh, listening audience, my friend? Nope. We'll see you guys next time on Rating the Vault with Vanek and Lunchbox on GunMusicRadio.com. And, re and remember, uh, Davey, shout out your supports one more time. Oh, that's right. California Wrestling Association, that's CWA, and we will be presenting All Out War on January 8th live from the Atwater Veterans Memorial Hall. Blacklist Pro Wrestling returns January 9th from the hollowed halls of Strummers. I don't know if I was even supposed to announce that yet, but I accidentally did. So fuck off. Now now you got to do it, Will. I mean, Harshaw. I mean, Brandon. I mean, you people. That's not Can what you I meant watch when I any said of that online? People. Can you watch any of that online? Probably not. Probably not. 
Okay. What works? Uh, what I have seen, what I have seen from those companies is pretty fucking entertaining. Um, I'm a big fan of Best of the West because Mike Rain. I'm a big fan of Best of the West because Johnny Butabi's the champ, and yeah. he wears and he wears the belt to the grocery store just to let everybody know there's a new champ. Hey, dude. Uh, when I did NAW shows, he was the. I think he was champion too, or hey. he was definitely on that show. Hey, the big leader, um, the living liability, just wrestled a sold-out show at Hood Slam in front of two thousand people last night. It's a and, funny story. And he'll be, to, he'll be featured next week. I used to, okay, go ahead. You're done talking. No, no, I I thought we were co-hosts here, motherfucker. But go ahead, go ahead, take I, over. Go ahead. So when I worked for, when I worked for NAW, I worked I'm, for my brain. When you work for who? When I work for it North America. It doesn't matter who you worked for. <laughs> Motherfucker. So I worked for Mike Rain and he fired me. <laughs> and then and then um the guy that they brought to to replace him was like, I don't want to go to that show. And they called me and they're like, hey, we really need you to come ring announce. I'm like, fuck that, dude. I ain't going over there. Fucking Mike Rain gave me weed afterwards to pay me. And it was fucking awesome. You've given me weed many times to pay me. Anyway, that's our show. Good night, everybody. Call us Word. on Messenger if you want to post-production with us. Word. Um, check it out. I'm going to play one more song to fucking play us out. And uh, this... It is my choice, actually. Um, shout out to fucking old school metal Matt Gravel, who now lives in New Mexico. Um, I stay in touch with him pretty often. He's fucking awesome. Um, this is his band Shadow God. I wanted to play this because um, out of all the bands that I've booked in my day, there is a short list of people that I still will lay down in front of a train for. My co-hosts, Mr. Lunchbox, him and his family, they are my family. And I feel just as strong as this guy right here. Uh, Matt Gravel is one of the coolest people in the whole world. I have a violence flyer from Merced in the 80s that he gave me that I still have framed in my bedroom. Um, fucking, this is one of my favorite bands of all time. I cannot tell you. Um, there, like I said, there's a short list of people that I will die for, and this is one of them. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Shadow God. You guys have a good night. Davey, stick around for post. All right.